Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the DDP. I'm Paul. It's the 23rd day of November. It's Wednesday. That means we put the Tuesday night Bible study up today from our group in Flowery Branch, Georgia, and we are in the book of Ephesians. And I just want to encourage you, if you have not watched the first couple, this one should be the third in our studies in Ephesians. We are just slow walking through that first chapter. We're doing this study a little differently than we've done the books of the past. We're taking a piece from the front of the book, which is our identity, and a piece from the rear or the back of the book, which is our application. We're trying to put them both into the same lesson so that we are not only hearing what is our identity, we're hearing what is our responsibility. I think we need to return to this. I'm trying to do my small part in this study to, to focus my own teaching style on a little more of this. I think we've had such a pushback in grace communities against any ought to's, any applications as being evidence of works or legalism. But I think we're better than that. I think we're smarter than that. I think that if we knew who we were, we knew what our heavenly bank account held, we would realize that there's only, uh, not only do we have this goodness in Christ, but there must be something to be said for walking it out. Why does God even bother to tell us to walk it out if it doesn't matter what we do with it? So we're working through this. I'm having a great time. I encourage you to jump in there and catch the third lesson we put up this week, but you can go back the last couple of weeks. We put them up every Wednesday and uh, get get into this study with us as it should be a good time. Um, speaking of good time, I'm having a good time reviewing the chapters. We're going to review the eighth and the ninth chapters. And by review, I don't. That's the wrong way. It's really a preview, just to try to give you the highlights of each of the chapters of our upcoming book, Greater Than Jonah, which is at print. And by the time this podcast goes up, there's a good chance that they are in hand and we have started signing pre-sale copies and shipping them. We are, they're piling up on us, so we're going to have a lot of work to do. And it might not get done until after the Thanksgiving holiday. What we do know is we will definitely have them out by December the 1st. And so if you want a signed copy of Greater Than Jonah, order by the 1st of December. It is at our website, paulwhiteministries.com. And uh, we will also, after that, we'll talk about digital releases and Kindle releases and all of that stuff. We're also actively working on the possibility of putting this book out on Audible next year. So that's going to be a big project for us if it works out. Um, we'll keep you posted on that. But as of right now, it is not available as an audiobook. Again, we'll get you updated. Today, chapter 8. Uh, it is titled, The Caged Bird Sings. This takes us inside the whale's belly for a different angle. Chapter 7 was inside the whale's belly as a womb, uh, both a, a tomb that leads to a womb, a death that leads to a birth, a point A to point B. This one is a little bit about worship, a little bit about prayer, because Jonah actually sings a psalm in the belly of the whale. Not a psalm that's in the song book called Psalms, but nonetheless a song. So there's more than meets the eye is the first segment because there's more going on, always more going on than there appears to be going on. And so we try to get into the heart of that prayer but with a segment titled Song for You and what that looks like um, in, a, in your place of despair, in your place of chaos, what is that lament song that comes out of us? And I even posit some ideas as to why we've lost the power of the lament song and maybe what we could do to get it back. 
Then there's a segment called Prison Break. We take that same idea of worship to break out of prison and we apply it a little bit into the New Testament uh, where the prison walls come down as a result of prayer, as a result of singing and praise and what that might mean for all of us who are imprisoned in either this world and what it's done, its system, or problems of our own devising. How can we have our own prison break. That leads to some observations, a segment called observations where we just, we do this actually quite frequently through the book. We just don't always title, give it a segment, but we just make observations about the journey, little things along the way that kind of lead us down side roads into other stories. And that leads to a story called Son of Jonah, where Jesus, having changed Peter's name from Simon to Peter, At one point, he calls him son of Jonah. And what that might have meant for Peter in relation to Jonah. Remember, we call Peter Jonah 2.0. That's what we call him in this book. So what does Jesus calling him son of Jonah mean? And that leads to the final segment called our name change. Because we've underwent our own change of identity having encountered Christ in our new creation. So there's some identity in this chapter. There's some praise and worship in this chapter. There's some lament in this chapter. The caged bird sings. That leads to chapter 9, titled The Shores of Opportunity. And finally, in this chapter, Jonah is released from the belly of the whale. And we take you from the very outset of this chapter to the open mouth of the whale. We try to imagine the whale coming up to the surface of the water opening its mouth, and just before it ejects Jonah, we peer into that mouth for a segment titled, God Dwells in the Darkness. God rides the belly of the whale with Jonah. God rides the belly of the whale with us. We walk through the scriptures to show that God actually dwells in the dark place. It is not that God runs from darkness or is offended by darkness, but God actually does his best work in darkness. Here's a hint. The darkest room in the temple was the presence of God at the Ark of the Covenant, the only room with no door, no window, and no lamp. It was abject darkness because God speaks over the midst of our darkness and our chaos. And that leads to a segment called Spew You Out of My Mouth. I want to, And we'll put these together. There's two segments in a row. Spew You Out of My Mouth and Laodicea and the Lukewarm. I make a connection in the ninth chapter that Laodicea in the Revelation is the only other place where the vomit out of the mouth shows up in the entire Bible. And I present that it shows up to Laodicea for the exact same reason the book of Jonah exists. So I make a connection between what I think God is offering Laodicea and what I think God was showing us through Jonah This is our most ambitious chapter where we make a New Testament connection to an Old Testament story and we conclude it with a segment titled Breakfast on the Beach where Jonah ends up on the beach covered in whale vomit. Peter jumps out of a boat, comes up onto the beach covered in shame and has breakfast with Jesus. A whole new world awaits on the other side of Breakfast on the Beach. I hope I have motivated you to run to your computer and go to paulwhiteministries.com and visit our store and order Greater Than Jonah. Get your pre-copy signed. 
by the first day of December. We're going to be shipping them very, very soon. Order a few copies for Christmas. You're going to want any, you got somebody in your life that likes Bible, that wants to hear about Jesus, that likes to apply it to Old Testament stories as well. This might just be for you. Hope you have a great day. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow, so I'll say it now, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you.